You're now listening to the show highlights from the Matt and Jerry Show on Radio Holdaki from 6 to 9am weekdays. Thanks to our mates at Dulux. Welcome along to the Matt and Jerry Show. It's Thursday the 27th of October 2022. How useless is the fine nation of England in World Cup play? They turn up at every World Cup and just <laughs> poo the bed. I mean, obviously they knocked us out in the uh, Rugby World Cup but last time round, but losing to Ireland in a T20 World Cup pool play. Shocking. Luckily, it seems that nobody seems to be putting a dollar value investment to outcome on any of their World Cups. Because the, the amount of money that they spend on the game, not only in rugby, cricket, football, anything like that, and then for their outcome that they actually get, yeah, they get a terrible yield. Yeah, they do. Terrible I, yield. I don't know why it is. Yeah. Some great players, great team, <laughs> English cricket team. But anyway. Yeah. Well, we're, we're coming up against them at some stage, aren't we? Yeah, next, we next are. Week. And uh, a bit of a disaster for us last night with the uh, rained out against Afghanistan. That was guaranteed points in the New Zealand uh, column that are now not going to us. Yeah, so uh, we're going to be playing Sri Lanka as our next uh, opposition on Saturday night. Yeah, and, and the thing Sri with Lanka T- have been, been a bit rough. Yeah, but late. the thing with T20, just takes one player to take it away from the opposition. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, tournament's getting exciting, that's for sure. Later on, we're going to be talking to ACC head G Lane, who stayed up all night last night waiting for some kind of play in that game with old Mashy over here. And then later on, we're going to be deciding whether Elon Musk is a penis or a genius. The Matt and Jerry Show. We while back, we introduced the Matt and Jerry Show sealed section. Matt and Jerry's sealed section. Just to house anything that was a little bit bawdy is probably the word to describe it. And I'm concerned that we've been opening up the sealed section particularly early in the show. Is it better to open up the sealed section early in the show or later in the show? Um, earlier, I guess, before the kids get out of bed, I'd say. Yeah. Before the kids are in the back seat of the car. Why? What have we got that needs to go in the sealed section? Well, I'm just looking forward to the wonderful world, which is coming up in a few minutes. And it seems to have a story involving some women's underwear and someone who was very, very focused on stealing women's underwear. Oh, yeah. That Is needs, that a sealed section situation? Probably needs to be sealed up. Um, what about uh, Greg Pribble's Rocktober Rewind? Does that need to be sealed up? That's a good question, actually. <laughs> I mean, we haven't heard it. Yeah. Is Greg Pribble likely to go likely to go blue on his uh, Rewind, Rocktober Rewind? Well, he's been known to go blue around the office. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if he goes blue on his Rewind. Should we have a listen and find out? Well... <clears throat> Let's just leave. Uh, let's just leave it sealed up and have a listen. The Matt and Jerry Show. Six thirty on the Matt and Jerry Show. Time for the latest news headlines. A few thousand primary healthcare nurses go on strike from ten a.m. until two today. Ireland have defeated England in their T Twenty World Cup match. Rain forced an early finish at the MCG. And six new players have been added to the All Blacks 15 to play two games in Europe, including Josh Iwane and Tyrone Thompson. That is an absolute shatter, isn't it? Not the um, Josh Iwane and Tyrone Thompson, but the uh, rain. The rain forcing the end to the Afghanistan-New Zealand game today. 
That is a real shit for New Zealand. Yeah, splitting the points. Shitter. Splitting the points when we should have got all the points and then potentially increased our run differential. Yeah. So I don't want to go into too much detail here, but so we've got England, Aussie, Sri Lanka. Yeah. And us that are probably the four contenders in our pool. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we need to get but, the But two Ireland points. has beaten England, so Ireland can potentially beat us. And oh, England was the, fa- the favourite in the tournament. So we needed to beat up on the minnows like Sri Lanka and Ireland and Afghanistan. So to split the points with Afghanistan, yeah. it, it doesn't. It's not a. It, it, it's just annoying because we would have beaten Australia. We'd have been had such momentum at the start of the pool play. Beaten Australia, beaten Afghanistan, we'd have been at, at, at the top of the bloody uh, table, wouldn't we? And even if we lost to England at that point, it wouldn't have really. Yeah, mattered. then we could have afforded to lose to England. Yeah, now we kind of. Although England losing to, losing to Ireland kind of helps us. Yeah, it does. Mm. It does. And Ireland are not bad. No, they're not bad. Ireland are not bad. And t- it's T20. Anything yeah, that, can happen. That's the whole bloody thing, isn't it? So you can't even put a win against uh, um, Afghanistan 100% in the bank. So yeah. is it two teams from each pool that go through? Yeah. Okay, so now we're almost hoping that Aussie beats England in their matchup. Yeah. Oh, no. And you'd, and you'd, I would back Aussie to beat England. Really? I would. At home. Australia yeah. traditionally don't do that well at home. <laughs> no, but after that initial upset from us, yeah, they'll be very focused. Yeah, I hear um, Bill Rolston, Cum Dog, and Pooh Bear uh, <laughs> are ready to go. The Matt and Jerry Show: The Wonderful World of Young Women's Draws. I need to put this inside the sealed section. Thanks, Mash. Matt and Jerry's sealed section. Yeah, the sealed section is where we put stuff that's a little blue, it's a little lewd. Um, so if you're not into that kind of stuff, I'd um, smash your radio or um, <laughs> rip the dial out of your iPhone. Yeah, I'll just whip, whip your fingers in your ears. Yeah. That always works. Yeah, just put your fingers in your ears. That's yeah. the best solution. Yeah. That's what my kids used to do when they were little and they were hearing something they didn't want to hear. They put their fingers in their ears. <laughs> Nothing more annoying. And also useless because you can still hear. An exterminator in Colorado is accused of uh, snooping through a young woman's drawer while on the job and uh, stealing her panties. Oh, bless. That I mean, word again? Shocking. Panties. The 21 year old said the exterminator went upstairs to spray for bugs <laughs> while she stayed downstairs. Uh, five minutes later, she said she walked. Back downstairs, okay, and a, this is a lot of admin around where they are in the house. It's not. <laughs> he was upstairs. She was downstairs. Well, she's setting then the she scene. She went downstairs, and he went upstairs. And anyway, how did she find him? She's setting the scene. It's sexy. He had his satchel on, and I saw something white fall out of the bag, and then I realised that that was my underwear. <laughs> she tried to rationalise it, um, but then uh, a second pair ended up falling out. Jesus Christ, the main story here is how useless this guy is putting it undies in a satchel. I mean, how hard is it? He was upstairs by himself. How hard is it to put two pairs of nicks in a satch? Yeah, so uh, she's 100% sure that um, both were in the drawer that were connected to uh, her bed. She believes the employee may have been scoping out her room during the second visit to her home. Um, So, yeah, that was a guy. Do you remember a while back? It was Target, wasn't it? The TV show in, in New Zealand that used to snoop around on people that would come into your home and do stuff for you. Yeah. And they had an incident with someone who was very, very keen on women's underwear. And I think he was a sniffer. Oh, yeah. 
He was a sniffer. Oh, a sniffer, eh? They set up the hidden cameras and uh, he had some sniffing, and I think we've got that audio, so... Yeah, sniffer. It'd be good to go back and revisit that from the uh, early 2000s. The Matt and Jerry Show. All right, let's uh, crack open the sealed section again, Mashy. Matt and Jerry's sealed section. We were talking earlier about the exterminator in Colorado who was accused of snooping through a young woman's drawer while on the job and stealing two pairs of her panties. But look, that doesn't just happen in the States. Who can forget in 2012, the New Zealand show Target unearthed another panty sniffer. This tradesman was meant to be cleaning our carpets, but so far we have seen him systematically examine and sniff items of our actress's underwear. He eventually sniffed and examined four different items. He went through a sports bag and found more underwear and sniffed her underwear and her bra. (laughs) I've got a couple of questions about this, right, for a start. The actor's underwear, so did she bring her underwear around to the set? Mm-hmm. And, and her underwear and bra. Yeah, good question. And good, also, good who's question. who's worse, the person sniffing the undies or the person that sets up cameras in the house, hope, <laughs> hoping to film someone sniffing undies? Well, I think, I, think is, I think all of them are as bad as each other, right? What, what do we know about these undies? I mean, he he's a carpet cleaner, right? Yeah. And he's trying to look for maybe there were some odors in the carpet. Yeah. And maybe he smelt the bag, the sports bag, which was beside him. Went, you know what? Maybe it's the sports bag. Maybe he was doubting himself. Maybe he thought these carpets aren't that filthy. Maybe, And so as a result, he went into the sports bag. Yeah. This would have been my excuse anyway. I went into the sports bag and I, I just needed to make sure that it was the carpet and it wasn't the sports bag. Do you ever sniff your own undies to see if they're dirty? Always. Before you throw them in the washing machine? I, I, did, I did this morning. <laughs> yeah, so in, in many ways, who are we to judge? <laughs> we're, we're all sniffing undies just... They're generally ours. Yeah, and I mean, who's to say that tradesman on target in 2012, the panty sniffer, the, the carpet cleaning panty sniffer, who's to say that he wasn't then going to do that person a favour with the sports bag? She's got some she's got some panties that need to be put in the wash, and then he would have gone and chucked them in the wash for them. Is that creepy? And why is he sniffing clean panties? Well, that's the thing, were they? Yeah. We don't know if they were. Yeah, well, they were in the drawer. Were they in the drawer of the sports bag? Even if they were in the drawer, were they clean? Yeah, but maybe he was just checking. You're right. But also... Isn't it slightly a victimless crime? If someone gets their jollies from sniffing undies, I mean, what does it matter? <laughs> well, you wouldn't have known yeah. if the camera wasn't there. Yeah. What does it matter? I know. That yeah. was the whole thing with Target. Yeah. And, and what I know is that from working in television, yeah. I know that when they went back and looked at the raw footage, yeah. the producers of that show would have been high-fiving each other. Yeah, Ian Orchard, Brooke Howard-Smith. And what's her name from... Is Carly Flynn. Carly Flynn, that would have been high-fiving. Oh, yeah. We've got something here. we got a sniffer here. Yeah, we can definitely promo the living bejesus out of this. People are going to love it. Yeah, let's ruin some guy's life. Matt and Jerry's Sealed Section. The Matt and Jerry Show. So, Matt, did you see that um, the Kings of Leon drummer Nathan Folliwell yeah. was not happy because he went to play golf over in Australia, and the course that he was playing at in Sydney said, you know what, mate, if you're going to play here, you're going to have to cover up your tats. You're going to have to cover up your tats. He wasn't happy about it. Yeah. He's uh, gone on to social media, and um, and he said he, he ended up not playing. He refused to play. He refused to play? Yeah. He threw a little shitty. Yeah. <laughs> mm. As he said, a Sydney bucket list golf course for me just went on the effort list. I was told I would have to cover my tattoos due to a no tattoo policy. Welcome to the 1950s and a hell of a way to grow the game. 
Fellowell tweeted. Boy, what a prissy thing to say. What's your viewpoint on this? Because I think places are allowed to have rules, right? So if they've got a rule that you don't show tats on the course, then you don't show tats on the course. Go play golf in another place. Yeah. Like, so he's trying to run. Um, so, I mean, obviously he's in a pretty elitist position in his life. He's a very wealthy guy. He can afford to play at that golf course, etc. So it's pretty interesting to try and play victim status on this one, isn't it? It just comes across as a little bit prissy. I didn't get to play golf where I wanted to play golf because they didn't let me show off my sweet tats. Yeah, although nowadays you've got to be quite careful as well in terms around culturally. What about cultural tats? See, that's a, that's a whole other area. And if you're denying someone on the basis of, of the fact that they've got tats, yeah. say a mokul, for example, yeah. then that opens up a whole other can of worms. That, that's tricky territory. Really? Well, yeah, it is. I mean, maybe not so much in Australia, but in New Zealand, that would be tricky territory. No, but has as Nathan Fellowell got cultural tats? No, he doesn't. No, it doesn't. But if you're allowing someone with cultural tats, then why would you not be allowing someone with other tats? Yeah, what do, do you, you know find as I mean? cultural? Yeah, I, I guess I guess it gets into a grey area. I imagine if if someone walked in with muku, then they'd say go for it. Uh, I imagine they wouldn't they wouldn't kick someone out for 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 cultural tats. But I just get a bit annoyed with people that go to places with rules and then get annoyed that they have rules. I mean, should there just be no rules? In any place, because I quite like their things like that, taking your hat off in the club rooms, all that kind of stuff. Why yeah. not? What's well, wrong with that? that? And there's collared shirts, so yeah. pretty much around every golf club, collared shirts in New Zealand. No matter where you are, you got to wear a collared shirt. Not quite sure why, but that's just an old tradition, which is quite cool. I quite like the odd tradition here and there. Do we have to just throw it all out because some drummer from bloody Kings of Leon bloody wants to show off his sweet tats? The interesting part about it as well is it's ever evolving because when I first started playing golf when I was a kid. I joined up to a club when I was 14. And that club, you used to have to wore, if you wore shorts, you used to have to wear what they described in the rule book as long hose. Long hose? Yeah, long hose. And long hose were like school socks, you know, that go just under your knees. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you used to have to, if you wore shorts. Bring back the long hose. You had to have long hose. And you had to have long hose. That, that was a real strict rule. Nowadays, you can wear little ankle socks. Mm-hmm. Or in some places you're not allowed to wear ankle socks, actually. But it's it's evolving. When I started playing golf, Jerry, you had to wear a uh, triple-breasted suit mm-hmm. with a fob chain and yeah. spats. Yeah. And top and, hat. And plus fours. And a monocle. Yeah, I can, I can imagine <laughs> you actually rocking a monocle. Great band, though. Great song. Apparently they were fantastic in the weekend in Auckland. The old Kings of Leon. Claire had a great time. Nathan Followell tweeted after that, I will invite them to our show. But they will have to show a fresh tattoo to get in. Well, that's elitist, isn't it? The Matt and Jerry Show. So we're going to Fiji in a couple of weeks. And you could be coming with us and you could be bringing a friend as well. We're going to be flying Fiji Airways to stay and dinner out the Hilton Fiji Beach Resort and Spa. 0800 Hauraki, 0800 425. Give us a call and tell us how you would increase the group's mana by what you would be wearing in terms of uh, your swimming attire. Let's go to Richard from Wellington. Good morning, Richard. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Hey, uh, Dickie, are you a uh, speedo or a trunk operator? Well, listen, I've been thinking about this. Um, I was, I was going to rock some board shorts with some smugglers underneath in uh, case the water was of a good temperature. Yeah, that's smart, actually. <laughs> it's sort of a convertible operation. Yeah, and also, yeah, just... And you can also judge, sort of, judge the mood we, we, by the we, pool as well. 
Yeah, no, I totally just whip them, whip them off if the uh, if, if the time is right. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, I like that, Richard. And and you know what? I've seen that before. I've seen people who are rocking a board short and then underneath a smuggler, and then they'll what they'll do is they'll swim in the board shorts, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they'll take them off mm-hmm. to have a bit of a sunbathe oh, because yeah. they're worried about the tan lines that you can get from the board shorts. Right, yes, yes. I mean, that's a professional operation. A tan line, something you worry about, um, Dickie? No, not at all. Listen, um, it, it, it was my 20th wedding anniversary this year, so the wife doesn't care too much, but she has been spoiled, so I thought if I did go, I'd give the girlfriend a run. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, look, that's right. we'll less. you in the draw there, Richard. What a generous man. We'll just move quietly on to Ben. Good morning, it's Ben. It, spraying it around a little bit there, Richard, from Wellington. G'day, guys. How you going? Good, thanks, Ben. What are you rocking in terms of swimming attire? Uh, definitely a dad bod with boardies. A dad bod with boardies. Okay. Um, and are you running anything underneath those boardies or are you you're going commando? Uh, probably commando, I think. Mm. You got um, the, you're running that internet in your boardies. You know, they sort of uh, mesh, uh, the mesh sort of fabric that holds everything up and in place and, and stops something sliding out the side when you're uh, lying down. No, definitely cut it out. Oh, you cut it out, you're yeah, smart, you yeah, get around it. That is the yeah. way to go, because that can so sell out Stay damp and cause some problems. That's cowardly as well. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you, Ben. We'll whack you in the drawer. And let's go to Sarah from Tepuke. Morning, Sarah. Morning. How are you guys doing? Good. You got yourself a good swimsuit at the moment? I do. I've got several with tassels and a couple other you got, you're running, spicy numbers. You're running, running some tass. Oh, well, that's really perked things up in the studio here. Mash, Mash's <laughs> ears pricked up there. He sort of went up like a meerkat when you said that, Sarah. Oh, yes. Ample cleavage, plenty of tassels and a generous helping of sunscreen. Oh, so no more. Man. All right. Okay, well, you've straightened the drawer there, Sarah. Well done. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Do with some tassel over there in Fiji. <laughs> Three pests in a bloody radio studio. Good on you, Sarah. All right. So we'll be putting some more people in the drawer at around about 8.30 this morning. The Matt and Jerry Show. But yep. right now, ACC head G-Lane joins us fresh out of the shower, I'm told. Pardon? Uh, excuse me? Fresh out of the shower. Oh, yes, I am fresh out of the shower, actually, yeah. Just hey, had a cur- Jesus, uh, not a curiously no. long shower, a short one. Hey, due to Australia's <laughs> rubbish weather, we've had to share our points with Afghanistan, and we ah. wanted to put those bloody points in the bank. We've beaten Australia at the start of the T20 World Cup. That was great. We were flying high, great points differential. Then next thing you know, runs differential, then next thing you know, crappy weather. We have to share the points, but now England's lost to Ireland. So how are we, how are we sitting in the path to the, to the semis? Last night was a disaster for us and a total success for Australia. Uh, Ireland beating England has thrown the cat amongst the group pigeons for us. And then the most humiliating thing is, again, like you said, Matt Heath, that we were banking the points. We have to humiliatingly share points with Afghanistan thanks to what seems like it's been raining for about eight months in Australia. I don't get what's going on, uh, some sort of apocalypse, but last night was not good for New Zealand, but I'd say that the Aussies will be quietly fist pumping. Yeah, so now England are in a bit of trouble though, aren't they? Well, yeah, they are a little bit, but you know, they are the tournament's favourites. They got tipped up by Ireland. A little bit unlucky. I mean, Duckworth Lewis, yeah, Duckworth and Lewis, those two massive pests came along. Horrible people. Gave them the victory by five runs. And if if you watched it, the Irish didn't really know what to do. They kind of thought they should celebrate, but they didn't were a little bit confused, and they just kind of 
kind of casual high fives, and then they worked out that they'd won, and then a whole lot of English fans went eight eight uh, in the crowd because they weren't told that there was a time limit because it was a double header because normally they'd just hang around. Yeah, so it was a double header. They had to get off. There was mass confusion. We had to stay up to one in the morning until they abandoned the New Zealand game. <laughs> I'm not happy. Yeah, and now we've got Sri Lanka coming up. That's a must win, and we've got to beat England as well. It- What's, yeah, our path to, what's our path to glory? We could we could potentially drop one game. Yeah, we can potentially drop one game, but no more than that if we're going to fart through to the semis. Ah, uh, well, everyone then, else has lost a game, haven't they? Australia's dropped a game. England have dropped a game. So both of those yep. teams have dropped a game. We have to beat Sri Lanka, though. The good news, good news for the mass cricket nerds. Our net run rate still rules because that wasn't affected by the sharing the points. So we still. Uh, we can still swing our dick around on our net run rate, um, which could count at the end of this, at the business end of this tournament. Yeah. So yeah. just to be clear, the top two teams from our pool get through into the quarterfinals. That's the way that it goes. Yes, yeah, straight into straight just to semi, semi no straight, straight to semi, and yeah. and uh, that's either going to be probably you would think Australia, New Zealand, or England, but either one of those teams won't make it, probably. Right. And it, look, because both of those teams have had a loss now. So, mm. And Australia have to play England, so one of those teams is definitely going to end up with two losses. Yes, correct. Yeah. Correct. She's a, she's a bloody, bloody minefield now. Yeah. Thanks, Ireland, you drunk idiots. Yeah, and... Um, <laughs> Yeah, but we just can't drop another one, and, and and I'm worried about Sri Lanka. I know they're rubbish at the moment, but yeah, on their day, everyone's got a puncher's chance at the T20s. They're, they're Asian champions too. Yeah. they're Asian champions. They yep. beat they beat India and Pakistan. Bloody weather! Well, Australia and its rubbish weather has always been a problem. Next big game, G Lane coming up Saturday night. New Zealand playing Sri Lanka, and the ACC is going to be covering that on Sky Sport. Yeah, that's right. Nine o'clock, Sky Sport nine. Thanks very much. ACC head, G-Lane. You can head back to the shower now. I understand he's having two showers a day nowadays. Yeah, so, Mash, you always wear undies under your um, togs, is that right? Yeah, I'd go a jockey underneath my togs every time, yeah. Is that a generational thing? I always just wear togs. The Matt and Jerry Show. Talking before about what we're going to wear in Fiji, Matt. Yeah. Around the pole. Yeah. And we're asking people to call in and tell us, and then we're putting them in the drawer. And then afterwards, Mash did something quite interesting, and that was that he always wears a pair of jocks underneath his togs. Yeah, no, he wears boxers underneath his togs. Sort of, you know, boxery kind of whatever those. What are they called? What do you, what do you call boxers that are kind of like undies, the ones everyone wears now? I can't remember what they're called. Are they trunks? Almost? Tr- something like that. But anyway, you wear trunk swimming swimmers. Yeah. And under those, you wear whatever undies you had on. Yeah. But doesn't that absorb a lot of water? And also, isn't it over-engineering. I mean, don't you just need... Have you got the mesh inside your um, trunks? Yeah, sometimes. I, I run oh. a few different trunks. What? So, hold on. You've got an undie plus the mesh in your togs. I don't think about it logically. I just procedure. know in my head there's a rule where I always wear trunks underneath but do, do you togs. Tr- do your trunks budge up with the mesh? Uh, look, so they, they bunch up with the mesh? Yeah, I have also been known to cut some mesh out uh, just to leave some room for that type of thing. But no, I think I just like the warm hug around that region. I've uh, I, 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 I got a theory on this, and I'm going to try and talk around it because it could be considered a bit lewd, and I don't want to have to seal it up. But I think a man of your age is in danger of <clears throat> revealing his feelings oh, yes. whilst in a pair of togs. Yes, I see. Yeah. And if you use a 
pair of undies under the togs, mm-hmm. you have the opportunity to belt up mm-hmm. the excitement yes. and and yeah. have it pointing towards the sky whilst having a 100%. another covering over it. That's right. You know That's I mean? one of the many side effects to this uh, method. Okay, yeah. is that you've got a bit of an escape plan if you need it. Yeah, because yeah, in a right. speedo, it's. It, there's oh, no yeah, secrets in a speed. You're in trouble. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're even in trouble in just a standard tog. Yeah, well, you know? if you just have a loose body, mm-hmm. there's a lot of room to move in there. Well, someone seems to agree here that the rule is that if your togs, this text has come through on 3483, the rule is that if your togs have mesh for your ham and two veg, you free ball. If there's no hammock, <laughs> you wear your jocks or preferred underwear. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, that does make sense. But for me, I, I just go with the free ball. If I'm wearing a pair of togs, because I don't want to wear undies underneath because they don't dry out. Yeah. So you've got that constant dampness. To me, you just go free ball. It's just a pair of togs. You well, don't you go double them, mate. Like if you get your to- if you get your underwear wet with your togs, when you go to get changed afterwards, you have a spare pair of undies. It's not complex. Jerry. It's it's but it's complicated. I mean, if you're just wearing a normal pair of togs, and they will dry out, and then they're dry, and then everything's dry. What's your view on just wearing your boxes into the pool and pretending that they're togs? Because I was at a a hotel recently, and by the pool it said no undies in the pool, and I was like, I read that wrong. I was. <laughs> Because I was having a bit of a laundry issue, I was imagining people coming down with their undies and washing them in the pool. <laughs> and they went, oh, no, they mean... Imagine that. Yeah, yeah. So they said no underwear in the pool. Laundering in the, in the hotel pool. <laughs> yeah, like 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 someone over by a river. But but with then the I worked rock. out it meant that you couldn't wear your, your bra and nicks or your, your boxes in the pool. And I was thinking, what's the Why difference? Why does it matter? What's the difference? And who's judging? Yeah. Does someone come over and go... Uh, hang on a minute. I just need to look at the label there. Are they uh, are they trunks or are they undies? Well, I've heard as well no thongs in public pools. Remember, mm. there was that incident in New Zealand a while back where where a woman was complaining that she was there with her children and there was another woman in a thong. Was like, how could you wear a thong? <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't know. The Matt and Jerry Show. Fourteen minutes past eight on the Matt and Jerry Show. Time for it's Matt and Jerry's penis. Or genius. That's right. Something that we do on the Matt and Jerry show, it's penis or genius. And it seems like anybody that anybody is talking about Elon Musk, a lot of conversations going on about Elon Musk at all times. If it's not the Twitter deal, uh, it's providing internet to Ukraine or dropping Tesla's prices. There is always a lot of chat about Elon Musk. Yeah, he's always in the news and he doesn't shy away from it. He's always blasting out hot takes on social media, some of them which he gets censured for by the FDA and such in the United States. So he courts publicity and he certainly gets it. Today we're asking if Elon Musk is penis or genius. You can vote on 3483 or give us a call on 0800 Hodaki once we've detailed the arguments. Matt, you'll argue that he's a genius. I'm going to argue that he's a penis. Just looking at some of the previous penises, uh, the Pope, you've got Ireland up there on the PLG Cody log, cycling, ended up on the penis side, vaping, uh, the moon and, and sexting. Yeah, and geniuses have included the Queen, Tom Cruise, Nurses Seagulls, cruise ships, South Africa, Spring, owning a house and daylight saving. But which side of the Cody Log will Elon Musk end up on? Jerry, your penis argument, please. Okay, here we go. Elon Musk answers questions and in interviews so slowly, it's like he's rebooting between words. I mean, here's an example from an interview with Joe Rogan. Is like AI one of your main worries in regards to the future? 
Yes. It... <laughs> he's like, he's like, what's happening there? He's got the spinning rainbow wheel on the computer. He does. It's a bit freaky. Penis. He spends too much time on social media for a guy who has a lot of other stuff to do, in my opinion. Penis. Uh, he supported total douche Kanye West in the 2020 presidential race. Do you remember that? Penis. Um, also, he threw a massive shitty and called someone a pedo when um, <laughs> his cave sub was no use in that Thai kids football team rescue. Do you remember Penis. when those Thai kids got yep. caught in the in the cave? Uh, the upholstery, this is an important issue, mm. the upholstery and interior design in Tesla's is pretty rubbish. It's not as great as it should be. It's a little bit disappointing. I know they're going for a minimalist approach, but you know that's one of the ways that your BMWs and your Mercedes are catching up on uh, on old Muskie in the e-vehicle market. In my opinion, Elon Musk is a penis because um, he co-invented PayPal, mm-hmm. which has to be the most punishing way to pay for stuff online. Penis. <laughs> I know it made him rich, but it's really annoying. Uh, he had uh, romantic relations with Amber Turd. Remember that behind Johnny Depp's back. Penis. And um, also, in my opinion, Elon Musk is a penis because he named one of his kids um, XRA-12. Yeah, um, that's a strong argument, Jeremy. Uh, my, uh, Jeremy, my uh, genius argument is as followed. He gifted Starlink internet to the Ukraine, helping them to fight the dirty Ruskies. He then threatened to take it away. Uh, then he promised he would never take it away. Uh, the Tesla Roadster can go from 0 to 160 kilometres per hour in four seconds. Genius. In 2018, he hiffed a car into space. Well, really, that's in the genius part? Yeah. Genius. Actually, I was going to say that in my penis argument. Really? Yeah. The Boring Company is a great name for a tunnel-digging venture. Genius. This year alone, he has sold over $3 million of burnt hair-smelling perfume at $200 a bottle, and he does it just for a laugh. Genius. 15 years ago, he was going bald, but these days, somehow, he isn't. Well, okay, that is quite genius, to be yeah. honest. Um, he is a notorious pants man who has made love to the sexy robot from Westworld a number of times. In fact, they were together for many, many years. You know the sexy robot at the start of Westworld? Uh-huh. And they're arriving off the yeah. train. He's, he's made love to her. Um, as well as Grimes and sexy novelist Justine Musk, well, I mean, their last name is Musk because they got married. Elon Musk is extremely fertile, having fathered 10 kids between three or four women. Uh, he may be too busy to spend any time with any of them, but he has sired them, which is definitely something. Genius. Okay. Will Elon Musk join the Queen, Tom Cruise and Seagulls on the genius side of the Cody log on the studio wall, or will he be deemed penis like nuns? Vaping and the moon. You can vote now on 3403 or 0800 Hodaki. One thing's for sure, he's a bit of a star man. <laughs> the Matt and Jerry Show. That's David Bowie Star Man at 822 on The Matt and Jerry Show. It's Matt and Jerry's penis or genius. This morning we've been debating the merits of Elon Musk in penis or genius. You can vote on 3403 or 0800 Hardaki. Jeez, it's tight this one. There's been so much voting. It's so tight. People are on two sides of it. And I think that is because potentially he straddles both sides of things, doesn't it? Well, that's funny you say that because here is a text that's come through. Elon Musk is a penis that's a genius. See, this has never happened before. Mm. Someone well, who's particularly intelligent, who's 
potentially Probably a bit a of a penis. penis. Yeah, someone here also says he's clearly a genius, but also a penis. So it evens out, and I won't be bothered texting. Okay, great. Yeah, well, that person's not a genius because I've accidentally texted that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, here's another text that's come through. Uh, Musk is penis, hard out all day. Hard out all day. It's not his fault. It's the money, the fame, the personality. He may be number one on the rich list, but he'll always be number two on the penis list while Kanye is still on Twitter. Okay, but we're not debating the merits of Kanye West this morning. It's interesting because they, they say it's not his fault, but one of the things is his personality. I mean, mm-hmm. Your personality is how you judge, you know, you judge if someone's a penis or a genius, right? This is an interesting one. Elon Musk is Schrodinger's penis. He's both penis and genius. Put his car into orbit around Mars. Uh, Thai cave rescue tweets. He is on both sides of the ledger. He cannot be... On both sides, no, you have to of call it the log, and and we've never had someone who's ended up being exactly fifty-fifty in terms of the voting. Someone here says Elon Musk genius. How can he not be? He revolutionised the motor industry, and yet someone else says he didn't invent, create, or start Tesla, but loves to act like he did. Penis, because yeah, I mean, he just he bought into that company. He didn't start it. His text uh, on the genius side, Musk must might be a bit of a tosser, but a massive genius will go down history like Einstein and Da Vinci. Really, he's Einstein? I know Einstein was a dirty dog. I mean, he's clearly a genius, but um, he was a ruder. Old Einstein, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Have you, read, have you read that book, Einstein? The, 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 the whole story of him? Woo! Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, he was a genius in the sack. He certainly was. Mm. All right, well, the votes have been tallied, and the people of Hauraki have spoken. And Elon Musk will join the Queen... Tom Cruise, nurses, seagulls, automatic vehicles, and cruise ships on the genius side of the POG Cody log. Wow. Elon Musk, you have been voted genius. May you live on for all eternity in exalted glory at the right hand of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Jeez, she was close, though. That was uh, after some of the most votes we've ever got. There was only a few votes in it. Yeah. Mm, he sits, he's... He sits on both sides. Yeah. You know? And I think ultimately end his uh, his smarts. Um, beat out his obvious uh, personality failings. Coming up after the news headlines, we'll be whacking some more people in the draw to come with us to Fiji. Matt and Jerry Show. The Matt and Jerry Show. Yeah, I was saying before that I've got some very sexually active guests coming to stay at my house. And to tell you what, they're uh, fat. A couple of fatties. A boy and a girl, a male and a female, and they're coming to my house, and I'm very excited, and I've been preparing for them all afternoon yesterday, and I'm going to be keeping them in a cage. Are they still <laughs> Are they still sexually active at their age? Because I understand that they're reasonably old. Oh, they're ancient. Yeah, and they're still going at it. Yeah, losing here. Um, well, their species is notoriously sexually active. <laughs> what I'm talking about is my bunny rabbits, Harry and Hunger. Uh... The mother of my children's going away, so she's uh, uh, she's dumped our sheer rabbit, sheared rabbits at my house. Well, for the longest time, Hunger had colic and also was facing massive obesity issues, wasn't mm-hmm. she? Yeah, yeah. But That's she's right. come back from the brink? Yeah. Anyway, Thousands of dollars in vet bills? You should see the um, the cage I've made for them in my backyard. It's a marvel of engineering, actually. So it's just over by the spa pool, so I'm going to be able to feed them lettuce and 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 carrots. And rabbit pellets, whilst in my sparkle. What? So you're gonna you know have the lettuce in your hand, yeah, like a whole lettuce, and you're yeah. just gonna hiff it, no, I'm into gonna, their hutch from the sparkle. No, I'm gonna gently f- feed it to them through their mouth while I'm 
no hit in my sparkle. <laughs> Do you, you've had these robots for some time. Yeah. And they seem to be a bit of a problem in your life. I mean, yeah. you've obviously often got to come back from certain events mm-hmm. early to try and feed them. Yeah. There's a lot of concern around them. Yeah. Um, Colin often wants to eat them. You, seeing as you're going away this weekend, mm. you've got them around at your place. Do you want me to come around and um, look after them for you? Well, that's why I bring it up. I'm just wondering if you could pop around to my house because I'm going down to the Nuneaton Beer and uh, Craft Beer and Food Festival yep. for South Bar Stadium. I think there's a couple of tickets remaining on Friday. They might have been gone, but you know, if you want to go on uh, tomorrow, you better hurry to get in there. But yeah, I'm away, Jerry, um, representing the Matt and Jerry show down there. I'm not sure what you're doing this weekend, but I'm down in Dunedin representing the show. Uh, so the least you could do is go around and look after my bunnies. Well, why don't you bring them around to my place mm-hmm. and I'll 100% look after them for oh, you. Oh, would you? Yeah. Look after them, like pamper them? Uh, I will. Let's just say I will look after them and um, I'll look after them so well that you probably won't have to look after them ever again. I'm not looking for the final solution on these bunnies if that's what you suggest. Right, just bring them around. No need to bring a hutch. <laughs> bring them around in, um, in a bucket. <laughs> Or maybe even a bag. <laughs> and what, you'll wring their necks? And, well, I don't need to go into what's going to happen, but let's just say they'll, they they won't be, I'll, I'll make them comfortable. Right. Will they be alive when I come to pick them up? No. Right. Nash, what are you doing the weekend? Can you come and check on my bunnies? Yeah, I'll come through. I'll come with you, Nash. I'll take an axe. The Matt and Jerry Show. And that is... The Matt and Jerry Show for Thursday, the 27th of October. I'm about to get a hell out of here and get on a plane to my hometown, the pretty city, Dunedin. Very excited about that. And today on the Matt and Jerry Show podcast, it's Get Fact Thursday. And uh, you won't be featuring on Get Fact Thursday. I'm told that you're beaming in remotely with your fact. Yeah, and no, I've um, pre-recorded my fact. And... Um, Look, it's a bloody good fact, actually. I'm pretty sure I'm going to win the fact factor, but you can listen to that wherever you find podcasts and I uh, radio. Well, the good thing about that is that whilst you have pre-recorded it, it's easily molested when it's in that form. Mm-hmm. Easily molested. Well, um, I hope you people behave responsibly with my fact and don't uh, molest it too much. Thanks for listening to the Matt and Jerry Show Highlights, brought to you by our mates at Dulux.